Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. GWG5640 says it's going to be a major bummer if we don't get a five star for 2024. Yeah, I think that um, I don't think that it's uh, it's a foregone conclusion that they're not going to get a five star in the 2024 recruiting class. I think that they still have a good chance with, with Aiden Breland, right? People want to really get fixated when it comes to five star guys, but I think that they do have a very good chance um, with, with those guys um, in the 2024 class as far as. Um, what am I looking at? Sorry, I'm trying to just look at the 247 composite, but it is giving me some some trouble. So let me let me just get this up. Okay, here we go. Let's look at these five stars. All right. Let me just let me just throw this over here and then I'll share my screen with you guys. All right, so here's a look at the 24 class and these five stars. Aiden Breland is the highest rated uncommitted player in the 2024 class at number six in the 247 sports composite. Um, so I think he is obviously your guy that you have the best chance with. I think that Oregon is probably staying involved with Elijah rushing, even though he's committed to um, committed to Arizona. That was a big, uh, a big miss that a lot of uh, duck fans were upset about. And then you also have Justin Williams. I listed him as a, a potential flip candidate, but you got to think he's he's pretty solid with Georgia. If I had to try and speculate, looked like they were getting involved with Micah Hudson for a bit, the five-star receiver out of Lake Belton in Temple, Texas. But he committed to Texas Tech right after, mind you, right after Oregon, um, right after Oregon beat Texas Tech. So I thought that was a a little bit interesting. Um, so, you know, that's a guy that they were kind of involved with. I think they'll try to stay involved, maybe get him out for a visit if you can. Um, and then you have Brandon Baker, who's a five-star, number one offensive tackle in the country. He's down to Oregon, Texas, Ohio State, Florida State, and Nebraska. Uh, like I said earlier in the show, in case you guys are just getting here to the live, I put my prediction in for uh, Brandon Baker to commit to Texas, but Maybe something changes in the eleventh hour. I just I don't think that Oregon has momentum in that recruiting, in that recruitment right now. Xavier Filsimi is a guy that Oregon does have strong ties to out of the state of Texas, McKinney High School. He's a five star safety that's committed to Florida. Florida isn't uh, isn't off to the greatest start here um, in twenty twenty four. They uh, they lost to Utah in 
really bad way, but they were able to kind of bounce back last week with their win over McNeese State, 49-7. It's only McNeese State, so we're not going to make too much of it, but they're 1-1 one one on the year. And then now, this week, Florida welcomes the Tennessee Volunteers into Gainesville, into the Swamp. So all I'm saying with Xavier Fosimi is that there's definitely some, some question marks around the Florida program right now. Um, sorry, I just touched my microphone off screen. Hopefully that didn't sound too bad for you guys. But there's uh, there's some question marks around the Florida program right now just in terms of what they're able to do. Um, I think Billy Napier, I wouldn't say he's on the hot seat, but there's definitely some pressure on him to have some success this year um, out, out there in SEC country, in the SEC. So that was a, an interesting one um, that we're going to have to keep following. So those are some guys that I think Oregon could potentially have a shot with. I mean, they were recruiting Colin Simmons. They are recruiting Kobe Black, but I think that he's a long shot. He's probably headed to Texas out of Connolly, Waco. So those are all the guys that they have a shot with. But right now, as I uh, as I record this on Friday, September 15th, I think that Aiden Breland is definitely their best shot to get a five-star here in the 2024 class. Um, all right, let me, while I'm looking for the uh, next question or comment, do me a quick favor, you guys. Hit that like button and make sure you subscribe to the channel uh, up the sco with a with a very nice comment here saying while we're at it like and subscribe too. We all know that Max keeps us woke when it comes to the brunt of Oregon football. Um, so yeah, definitely make sure you guys hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. I'm I'm pushing for 2,500 subs and we are getting very close to that mark. So greatly appreciate you guys tuning in. Probably going to go for about another 10 minutes here on the live stream today and we will uh go from there okay let's see what else we got here question from tony l barber what do you guys think of the progression of ty thompson y'all think landing will bring in a portal qb to compete with the rest the quarterback position is always an interesting one to look at when you're talking about oregon and just their history of recruiting and developing quarterbacks. I think for right now, as far as Ty Thompson's progression goes, we saw a solid outing a couple of weeks ago against Portland State in that home opener, right? But I think you get another chance, hopefully this week, to see Ty Thompson against a quality FBS team, against a Power 5 team, right? You're talking about going from FCS to FBS competition. So there's going to be better players on, um, on that roster for for uh, us to kind of evaluate Ty Thompson's play. I think that with, with Ty, it's I'm I'm kind of I feel like a broken record every time I say this, but I'll believe it when I see it from Ty Thompson. I think he's he's been spoken highly of during fall camp and, and during the offseason. We know they went to the Manning Passing Academy. So he's doing everything he can to to get coached up and to take his game to the next level. But I want to see him get some solid action this weekend and, and really just this season. But if I had to guess right now, I would definitely think that the Oregon staff is going to bring in a portal quarterback to compete with the rest because I think that, I mean, unless the only way I don't see that happening is if Ty Thompson really takes his game to another level this season um, because you can practice great, but it's not the same as a game. I, I really can't hit on that enough. I, I'm not taking any of the practice hype. I want to see it put on tape in the game. That said, he is uh, a guy who's 
been around the program for a long time. He's been around a couple of different OCs, so that has probably stifled his growth a little bit or you know, challenged him as far as what he's really able to do when you're learning under different guys all the time. Um, but I would definitely think that uh, the, the Ducks are at least going to look at the portal options that they have after this season. I know one name that gets uh, thrown out there a little bit, uh, especially on my show when I talk about the quarterback position, is Texas quarterback Malik Murphy seeing that Quinn Ewers is doing really well over there in, in Austin. And they also have Arch Manning on the roster as well. So you got to figure that if Ewers tries to go to the NFL, it'll be Arch Manning versus Malik Murphy. But he's a West Coast kid. He's from Gardena, California. Goes to Sarah High School where the Ducks got Roderick Pleasant and then Dakota Fields now in the 2024 recruiting class. But I think that the Ducks will probably end up bringing in a portal quarterback if I had to venture a guess like I said, in week three of the season, still plenty of football to go, plenty of opportunities to see Ty Thompson and, and maybe even Austin Novosad as well. All right, Darius P with a question. Love the the MB mailbag that helps me uh, kind of sort through these comments. Um, mailbag, what we learned from the Sanders CU experiment is that Oregon needs to invest more in a social media team. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Oregon's social media team does a great job. I just think that Oregon and Colorado are in two very different places right now. Oregon has solidified themselves as a as one of the best programs year in and year out. I'd say very much a top 15, maybe pushing top 10 program year in and year out. But coaches have different strategies, different ideas when it comes to how much access they want to give to their team. And like I was saying earlier in this show, Dion has no reason to keep anything behind closed doors because he's just trying to get some excitement around that team and around that program. But we've seen Lanning and he's been pretty, pretty, uh, you know, holding his cards close to the vest, not saying too much at press conferences. So I wouldn't say that they necessarily need to invest more in a social media team. We, we, uh, I wrote a story on this earlier this week, the Silver Wings cinematic recap that um, that the Ducks released after that week two win over Texas Tech. That was like a five-minute video. It was absolutely beautiful, like chef's kiss. Like that was a very unique behind-the-scenes look at the program uh, on game day, seeing Dan Lanning talking to this team, saying, I love everybody in this room saying like it takes what it takes if it takes all 60 minutes and that's what it takes and that's what it was saying that he's super proud and, and pleased to be the ducks coach so i think we're more likely to see some more of that game day behind the scenes following a win versus what you're seeing in boulder that day-to-day -day, um you know peeling the curtain back and getting a lot of access that way all right. So yeah, major shout out to the Oregon social media team. I think they have, they're doing a great job. Um, Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. B. Rabe with a question. Maybe not a today's show question, but who might be a player that that's current team is struggling and may be a big transfer candidate to come to Oregon? Any players like that come to mind? Um, I mean, Malik Murphy is is definitely one that kind of keeps that comes to mind just uh, in terms of West Coast guys that might be looking for uh, a new home. Uh, after the the 2023 season, Texas is not struggling by any means. I mean, they have the biggest win of anybody in college football right now. But I, I mean, I'm trying to think of other of other um, West Coast guys, but he's really the main one that kind of comes to mind right now. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no one else comes to mind for me right now. Um, Jacob with a question. What do you think of Williams Nwanari, uh bust on the 23rd to Oregon? I, I think you might've meant visit because there was originally uh, a development that, um, that uh, he was going to be taking his official visit to Oregon on the 23rd, I think for that Colorado game, but he's committed to Missouri now. So I'm not exactly sure if that visit is still in play. I mean, that, that's definitely one to keep an eye on um, for this one. I think Dylan Williams is an Oregon commit that's going to be back on campus for that Colorado game. So got to keep an eye on if Williams Nwanari is still taking any visits. But, I mean, he committed to Missouri, and then, like, the next week you saw him, I think, rocking Georgia gloves. Um, I think he was doing Georgia gloves, but you can't make too much of just what gloves a guy is wearing. I don't think that's a huge, huge deal. But we'll have to keep our ear to the ground and see who's coming to town for the Colorado game. Um, Playboy with another uh, comment. Hope we can get DJ Hicks or Overton from AM. That's a great call. I think Oregon had a really good shot with DJ Hicks, who's from the state of Texas in the 2022 class. Um, he's one of the, the you know, most high profile guys that the Ducks have been in the running for in recent years. He was, um, he was ranked just outside the top 10 in the 2023 class. Um, I guess the 247 Sports Composite has him as the number seven guy nationally um, from a year ago, the number one defensive lineman, number one player in Texas. He, he was really loving the Ducks when I was covering his recruitment and, and talking to him. Never had anything but good things to say about Oregon, as you would expect, but I think that they were a realistic option for him. And um, that's definitely a guy worth keeping an eye on as far and then Overton as well, because Oregon was swinging for the fences with the guys in the 2023 class along the defensive line. But Jimbo Fisher and uh, the Aggies, man, they're uh, they're off to a rough start. Things do not look like they're going well out in College Station. Orville Harbor with a Facebook question. Always glad to see that we're reaching people on Facebook. Other than Colorado, who will be the surprise teams in the Pac-12 this year? Ooh, this is a good one. Um, as far this is such a good year for the Pac-12, so it's hard to say that anyone's going to be too much of a surprise. Um, 
I think UCLA is going to be doing really well. I mean, they blew out San Diego State last week, and it looks like they're rolling with Dante Moore, a former Oregon commit, mind you, as their quarterback, former five-star guy. Dante Moore is a beast, and he's really got that uh, Bruins offense humming. So I think that they could be a surprise this year. I think that they're not really spoken about too much in the bigger Pac-12 conversation. Um, Washington State, I think they're worth a mention right now. They're 2-0. And they're going to host the Northern Northern Colorado Bears um, this weekend for uh, for a game. But I think that they're a team that doesn't get talked about a whole lot in the Pac-12 conversation. They opened the season with a 50 to 24 win over Colorado State, and then last week they beat Wisconsin. So that was a, a quality Big Ten opponent that they were able to defeat. Um, and I think that that was kind of a statement win for them. So I think that they might be, they might be a, a school that's worth watching. And then also Oregon state, how can we not talk about Oregon state, you know, just up the road from the ducks with DJU Mateo's brother as the quarterback, Jonathan Smith looks like he's really got things rolling, uh, out there in Corvallis. And I think that they're a, a team that you have to keep an eye on, right? They're two and oh, they're hosting San Diego state this week. And, and I think that that's a really talented squad. Uh, out there in Corvallis, they have a couple of blowout wins to start the year 42 to 17 win over San Jose State in San Jose. Shout out to the hometown, and then you also have a big win over UC Davis 55 to 7. So, not crazy quality competition, but it looks like their first Pac 12 game against Washington State should be a ranked matchup next Saturday. All right, let's see what else we got. There was one more question that I think I starred that I wanted to get to. Um, Andrew says, Max, what are your thoughts on Jason Brown Jr.? Uh, knowing that Michigan State, now that Michigan State is in chaos, uh, obviously talking about the ongoing investigation into hell, uh, head coach, excuse me, into head coach Mel Tucker. Um, yeah, I, I, I had my prediction on Oregon for Jason Brown Jr., the top uncommitted running back on the West Coast out of Seattle, Washington, O'Day. He's working from a top three of Oregon, Washington, and Michigan State. Um, I think that, you know, maybe this opens the door a little bit more for Oregon, but since I made that prediction and I've kind of been talking to some folks and just mulling that one over, I'm maybe not as confident in it as I thought I was early, uh, earlier because I think that Oregon could find themselves going into the transfer portal for their second back in the 2024 recruiting class. Um, and, and I think they might just want a little bit more experience, a little bit more production from their running back. I think that this development in East Lansing, obviously it's not a good look for, for any program. Um, and I, I'm, I don't want to speak too much about this because it's a very sensitive topic and I don't know a whole lot about it but we know that there's an investigation going on uh, to, into head coach Mel Tucker. So that's obviously, uh, I think I've been seeing recruits saying that, you know, they're kind of kind of sitting back and, and, and kind of waiting to see what happens with all of that. So um, not anything too new on the Jason Brown Jr. Front, but I think that as of right now, I, I would tend to think that Oregon might be going to the portal for uh, another running back before the start of next season, but we will have to see. All right, guys, we just hit the hour mark. I think that's going to do it for me on another episode of the Oregon Recruiting Hour. Important that you guys thumbs up that video for me 
and follow me, lock in with me on social media at mTaurus Sports on both Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to my YouTube channel at Oregon Football Max Taurus. Read all of my written work covering the Ducks on the gridiron, on the football field, and on the recruiting trail over on ducksdigest.com. And then share the Ducks Dish podcast with your friends, with your family, and with other Duck fans. Really appreciate the support. Appreciate all you guys that tuned in live today. And until the next one, you've been listening to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.